Welcome back to another episode of Into the Night Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 John Landis-directed comedy... Comedy. <laughs> ...Into the Night. One minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Sean German, from Five Minutes of Mime and Groundhog Minute. And I'm Dave Pounce, host of Five Minutes of Mystery and the Groundhog Minute. Groundhog. Well, thanks for joining us today, uh, Dave, and, and listeners. Thanks for, for coming back for Minute 24. And uh, Minute 24 is like a, a big minute because we get a new character. Yes. Yeah. Lar. Yeah. Yeah, Larry. <laughs> Larry. So, so yeah, we, we talked about Jack's boat, and it looks like, uh, we didn't mention it, but there was a wide shot earlier of what looks to be like a some kind of roped gangplank or something that like that's you retract that up so you can't get on the boat unless you like the the person up on the deck like releases this like it, you know what it kind of looks like it looks like a rope bridge but mm-hmm. i guess that probably connects to the dock so it's essentially sealed off right now it, can you see do you know what i mean yeah it was really kind of like in the last minute yeah, we could see it um you know, I didn't think of it because we, we weren't actually at the boat yet. But yeah, because there's got to be some way uh, to get onto the boat that's not going to sink the boat. Yeah, like you can see right to... <laughs> second, like two and one there. It looks like it's like it's tied up with a rope to the deck and looks like that could extend to be like a staircase down to the dock. Right. And there's the kind of thing you can pull up behind you when you're on the boat and then you just sail away. But then yeah. no one, you know. Then you got to call up if someone that wants to like knock on the door. Uh, I guess boats don't have uh, doorbells or anything, so uh, she's got to yell up and say, you know, Diana's got to say if anyone's on board. Usually, if someone has a boat, you know, the average person who owns a boat, you can like see if someone's on the boat or not, you know. But like this is we talked about this is yacht level. This is this, some serious. Yeah, this is like, a big boat. Someone could be on the boat and you wouldn't know it. They yeah. could be below the deck. They could be in the the poop deck or wherever. The galley. All right, so so yeah, we were introduced to Larry, and you know, Lou Ferrigno comes out, right? That's right. That's Lou Ferrigno, right? <laughs> no, it's not Lou. Ferrigno. That's not Lou Ferrigno. That's <laughs> not Lou Ferrigno. Then who is this? Close. It's... I didn't look it up. That's the yeah. best part. I was like, oh, that's Lou Ferrigno. Because like, where other, whatever funny looking, uh, juicy guy would it be? It's it, it it does look like Lou Ferrigno. No, this is uh, Body by Jake. Jake Steinfeld. Uh, so yeah, another bodybuilder. Of the it's 80s. a different. Yeah, different brunette, dark-haired bodybuilder. Like, there's definitely a resemblance. Um, and I think they're both from Brooklyn, so, you know. They definitely have an to... accent. There's definitely an East, heavy East Coast accent. Like, yeah. Because he yeah. stands out. Like, with his accent, he just stands out in the, like, the L.A. scene. Yeah, he's, he's a Lou Ferrigno, Lou Ferrigno type. That ain't a Jack the one you ain't no more. But he's, this he's is... This is yeah, Jake Steinfeld, and if you if you had looked it up, if you'd done a little research, you would know this is the All right, uncle. Don't come at me. All right, Jim. All right, Sorry. Jim, tell you to say that. All right, knock it off. No, all right. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's yeah, this allows me to kind of show off that I Fine. I did a I went on Wikipedia. I um, so the the like so the, he's you know uh, so as I said, Body by Jake. He had like a, a workout show or a series of workout videos in, in addition to the acting thing. But the um, 
the the two thing most interesting things I pulled out of this guy's history, other than the familiarity with um, with the aforementioned Hulk, is uh, one uh, he's the uncle of Haley Steinfeld, who was in um, True Grit. Oh, her! The actress. Yeah, yeah, she's been she's been making the rounds. She's been in a lot of. Uh, she's a Bumblebee. Everyone's been talking about her in Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. that's that's his niece. And then the other thing is. Uh, I would not have I would not have guessed it to look at him, but he's the founder of Major League Lacrosse. Hmm. So I, you know, I generally think of lacrosse players. There's a lot of running involved, not as bulky, but apparently big, big lacrosse guy. So um, one of the co-founders in 1999 of the MLL, which is uh, like still in operation. There's nine teams. And uh, there you go. Lacrosse. Um. It's not much, but it's it's all I got. Yeah, I mean, is this? I'm gonna say like uh, the fact that like I didn't really realize it was him. Does that mean this is probably one of his very few acting roles, if at all? Um, he's actually got a, a decent number, like in the in the twenties, twenty nine actually. So it's not it's not a ton of stuff, but um, you know, it's a few movies and then a few like one episode. He actually did <laughs> did one episode. Of the of um uh of the Hulk, but he's got you know he was in the Money Pit. Was he a uh, different Hulk or is he like? I think he was. A, I don't know if like there was like a Bizarro Hulk or maybe there was like a cloning <laughs> thing. But uh, yeah, he's you know he and the um he was the lab rat. Did the voice of the lab rat get in Ratatouille? So maybe you recognize the voice there. I'm yeah, I'm surprised he's like you know like they're like we you know we want this you know we want his he got voice work. It's just it's impressive. That he's, yeah. uh, he's able to, you know, keep a uh, steady paycheck. Um, so, all right, let's talk about his character here, Larry. That So, you know, the way I see it, if, in this minute, I'm only focusing on this minute, is uh, if you you look at him, you go, he's security. You know, he's a bodyguard. Right. Yeah. You know, he clearly doesn't have any financial equivalent to this boat. He has no ownership in this boat. This is clearly Jake's, you know, uh, Jack's boat. Right. But... Uh, but Larry, it's, it's, so it's like, if Larry's on this boat, it's like, you know, you think Jack has to be here or somebody of importance has to be here. Cause like you wouldn't want to have your bodyguard stay on a boat when you're paying him to bodyguard you. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a, a reasonable assumption that he's, he's guarding somebody that, and that was kind of my thought, like the, the first time through watching this, I kind of thought like, all right, Jack is, you know, Jack really is on the boat and he and Jack has sent Larry out to get rid of Diane. Yeah. Because honestly, if you think about it, you're watching this movie the second or third time through, you would be like, wait, like once you know where all the players are, you'd be like, how did he get the, how did he just get a night off like this? You know? But well, I, yeah. Because like, you'd be like, cause you know, what we now know now is that like the missus is kind of in control while Jack is actually in bed. And I guess he. It was like, you know, he know he had a lady friend and she's like, I'd right, find use the boat. And Jack's not using the boat. And so maybe he's kind of made residence on this boat. Yeah. So this is kind of like a kind of just a happy coincidence that he's even here. Yeah. Um, you know, and I imagine he would get, you know, he would have time off. Not that the guy doesn't have a personal life. But yeah, yeah between between Jack and Mrs. Jack, he's got to be a busy guy. Yeah. Uh, he probably doesn't get a lot of nights off. And it's, I think, you know. Uh, I mean, I guess it really doesn't make a difference because Diane doesn't Diana doesn't get on the boat, but 
Um, you know, if he wasn't there, would she have tried to climb aboard somehow? I feel like in a desperate situation, yeah. If she had some clothes and she knew how to use the facilities of the boat, maybe not like pilot the boat, but if she could try to like, you know, like she says, she says, can I get some clothes? Can I get a shower? Can I use the phone? So as we said, she, you know, she knows the boat has communications. She wants to make a call out, talk to get a hold of Jack. Now we do get a... a, a... A little more information on that relationship between Diana and Jack. In when Larry says, "Larry, it's not just I can't let you on the boat. It's the man says you no longer exist." And and honestly, like I said, what's one of these things where there's there's two different uh, feelings I have. First time I watched it through, I was like, "Geez, what did Diana do to like burn this bridge um, that bad?" But the second time through, I go, "You know." This is clearly the wife. The wife is who made these rules, you know? Because if Jack knew Diana was in town, I think this movie would have almost no conflict. Because I think Jack would say, fine, come over to the house. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the house. And then, he, you know, he'd probably call in. He's, he's got money. I assume he knew he could, he could keep her somewhere safe. And then they would deal with these Iranian people. Um, and then they would have figured something out by then. Yeah, I mean, in the end, by the time Diana hooks up with Jack, you know, does get to see him, things have become so complicated that, yeah, I think if Jack had just been on the boat or if if Larry had said, well, this is where Jack is, you go see him. Also, uh, yeah. what did you clock Jack's age at through most of this movie? Did you think he was like a 40-year-old man? Maybe like, you know... (laughs) Like 50 at most, rather than an old man in his deathbed? Yeah, I did think, okay, this is oh, like... Oh, they said my blood's yeah. no good. Oh, you get dialysis? <laughs> Diana, what are you... <laughs> like... Yeah, I did, I did think, you know, this is sort of a, um, you know, sugar daddy situation that I, well, obviously with the boat, Jack is well off. I did think he would be older, but I didn't think he'd be... Um... <laughs> You know, one foot in the grave, the other on a banana peel. I mean, I didn't think he was... It was just such a weird feeling to, like, see him in this bed and and, and, a, and a, res, a respectfully similar-aged woman comes out as his wife. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, what? <laughs> Where did this guy find Diana? Like, how did they even meet? Like, he'd be at some, like, smoker's lounge club and then she'd be at, like, some... You know, L.A. scene type of thing. So I was like, how did they even cross paths years ago? R- right. Like, was, <laughs> yeah, does she just, like, cruise the bars at the yacht club for older gentlemen? I don't know. Yeah, how, how did that come maybe, about? Maybe, I like to I assume that maybe they had a... See, once again, I like I said, it's the wife that's, that's actually burnt this bridge. I don't think Diana did this. I definitely think it's the wife saying, like, she knows about Diana. She probably knows this. Because she said you're like one of other women. So so the the missus like was trying to make sure Jack had none of these lady callers coming to try and pilfer any money when he, when he dies. That's right. I think that's the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it, – yeah. And because now that he's bedridden that she can – you know, she can control his social calendar or she, or she tries to control – who yeah, gets in and she said because he said a line. I'm sorry, but he said a line, right? Where it's like, oh, now she's come back or something. Where it's not like the wife was away blowing his money. Right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. She, I picked up the same line. So the wife's not like she's not a great character either. Like she clearly was doing the same thing and knew that he was with other lo- younger women. For all we know, we, she could have been with other men. Yeah. She she's got. Hey, she may have something with Larry. Um, you know, and I do think Larry was like originally Jack's man, but. 
you know, yeah. Mrs. Jack has been kind of moving in and ordering him around. Yeah, and, it's not until he said disregard that order that like that like Larry's like, oh, you know, what? yeah, I'm gonna side with I'm gonna side with the Mister on this one. Like I'm just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I think you know because I think Mrs. Jack. Um, comes back when you know when he gets sick because it was one thing if he's all right he's cruising around in his boat or he's you know spending money and buying gifts you know buying cars for his lady friends but now that you know he's he's not so well she's worried well if he updates his will like, yeah you know buying somebody a car you know a little bit here and there is one thing if he yeah. but if he you know if he decides to give away huge chunks of the estate that's different and that's why that's why she's back. Good point. And 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 locking out people like Diana. And I, you know, and and another thing that that she said that Mrs. Jack said about oh, there's been lots of others. Yeah. On the one hand, I'm I'm sure there are others, but I think she also plays that up. Like I don't know yeah. if, if there's as many others as you know, and, and not necessarily others at the same time as yeah. Um, as she, you know, she she wants to hurt Diana's feelings at that point and make it sound like yeah. worse than it is. I I think you know, and, and I think I know we're kind of we're really out of our minute here, but I don't care. Like if we're gonna talk about this movie, let's talk about the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that what him and Diana had was definitely more than he had with other. He, if he had relationships mm-hmm. with other women, it might have been just a physical look how good this lady is on my arm kind of thing, but. The, the the Diana does have skill. She does have good grifting skill. So maybe it was kind of like a color of money situation, where it was like you know he could have been like an old you know old timey grifter, like grifting guys and the yacht clubs and the poker games, and like you know he might have made a few millions doing some shady deals. Yeah. And so he sees her come along, and she's like the new hot thing, and she's kind of she's got she's got some talent, but she needs to get. You know that refine. She needs to get their skills sharp, and he's like, he's like kind of like a mentor to her. And so that's what I saw it as. Because yeah. the fact that he was like up on everything she was talking about felt like he and her had a, had some real international plans about things. Right. Because he right. at no point was like, "You what? You're safe? The jewels? Huh?" <laughs> no, he sounded like he knew everything she was saying. Like he was like really caught yeah. up on it, and he knew all the players. So I was like, he and her have definitely done some. Some flip flop shame deals, you know, flim flams. Right. Move this right. here. Let's flip it. Let's get it to this guy. We'll make easy money. And he's not even doing it for the money. Probably she's doing it for some money. He's probably doing it for like the thrill. He yeah. He he loves you know the art of the deal. He loves yeah. wheeling and dealing and, and making things happen. And to to bring all that to specifically this minute, um, I do think we 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 get a lot of well not explicitly, but we learn. That stuff's going to be coming, and we learn something about Diana that that Larry recognizes her because up to this point we're like, who is this crazy lady? She, maybe she's the bad guy, and it's the good guys that are trying to stop her. Like we don't know anything she's telling us is true. Yeah. Until Larry shows up and is like, he, you know, we know she gave a real name to Ed. You know, he calls her Diana. True. That's you know, and he knows who she is, and he know and. You know, when she says Jack, like, she definitely, she really knows Jack. Larry yeah. isn't like, who are you, crazy lady? Get out of here. You know, Larry definitely, you know, kind of affirms a lot of it for us that, okay, you know, we got a real name. She really knows the guy who owns this boat. And, all right, maybe she's on the outs at the moment that they're not letting her on. But, you know, 
she, there's some trustworthiness there, I think, that, that builds into a lot of the other stuff that comes later. So it does, it all ties in, is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, he doesn't hate her enough where he's like, I'm going to call the police on you. You know, they just, you're a pig, good night. You know, they both, <laughs> like, have their passive-aggressive an- you know, answers. Yeah. And, yeah, the, the, and then uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum goes, uh, you okay? <laughs> yeah, everything okay? No, no, no. Jeff. <laughs> no, Ed. Like, if I was okay, I have a new change of clothes and I have a phone call to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, does it look like it's okay? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. It looked like just you, to ride uh, whenever they had an argument with a guy. Everything okay? No. Yeah. No. Everything was... It's not okay. Yeah. It's just... <sighs> Ed is Ed is out of his element here. Yeah. He's he's Donnie from Big Lebowski. He's yeah. just... He's, he's wandered in halfway through. He has no idea what's going on. He's like a child. <laughs> And, uh, and she says Hollywood, and you know he kind he kind of like keeps the look on her. I don't know what his look is, but <laughs> it's it's Jeff Goldblum. It's yeah, just it's 100%. it's it's like yeah, it, it's it's because he kind of like it's like he like kind of tightens his lip back up, and I don't know if that's like a uh, like because it's like we don't know what Jeff Goldblum even wants, you know? Like he's wrapped up in something, but at the same time, he doesn't have anywhere to go. Yeah, I think it's a little. I took it as a little bit of frustration, like when he, yeah, when he tightens up his lip, he closes his mouth, uh, and I looked it up because I'm like, well, how, like, how far out of the way, like, what kind of a pain in the ass is is I don't know if I'm gonna have to believe that. What kind of a pain in the butt is Diana turning into? And it turns out it's not that bad. So um, later we're gonna see they turn on to we see a street sign for you know we don't know where in hollywood they're going but we'll see a street sign for hollywood boulevard and it's about 15 miles from the marina um i mean hollywood boulevard runs about four and a half miles from laurel canyon to sunset boulevard sunset boulevard and i don't i didn't catch a cross street so i don't know quite where they are in between but mm-hmm. um and given the traffic that we've seen at this time of night there's not a lot of cars on the road so it's you know, it's maybe a twenty-five minute drive. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's kind of a pain, but I would say maybe man. Ed doesn't the Hollywood scene, at least from this perspective right now, it like doesn't attract him. He's like, oh, I don't want to go to Hollywood. Like he was on the fence about Vegas, but maybe he's just like, <laughs> I don't want to go out because maybe he sees even more fakeness in Hollywood. You know? Yeah. Like it well, doesn't attract yeah, his that- mind. Like his, his his mind's not attracted by the glitz and glamour of of, of Hollywood. So it's yeah, it's the distance psychologically more than just the the time driving. Yeah. To yeah, if she was like drive me uh, to Pomona or something, he'd be like, fine, let's yeah. go. But, I think it's oh, equivalent of someone, yeah, someone saying like drive me to Atlantic City. I'd be like, I have no interest in Atlantic City. Like I don't gamble. Uh, you know, I the casinos do not attract me. So it'd be like I gotta drive someone forty five minutes, right? You know, an hour to. Atlantic City, and then I had to deal with Atlantic City. Well, and it's a place, you know, it's a place with nightlife. It's like, okay, here, they didn't hit any traffic from the airport. There's yeah. no other cars around the marina. But you're, yeah, Hollywood Boulevard, or, you're, you know, like on the East Coast, if you're going to Atlantic City, then it's like, oh, this is a place with the nightlife. Now I'm not, I'm not just driving empty roads. Now I'm dealing with traffic yeah. and nuts and, you know, drug dealers handing me their business cards and, mm-hmm. and just, you know. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't need, he doesn't need that kind of worry, that kind of trouble. Yeah. But he's not sleeping, so he's a sucker for a damsel in distress. <laughs> yeah. So I think he's going to do it. 
but yeah, I just, I'm looking at my notes and I have like, literally it says, um, so she's asking, she's saying, look, just a ride to Hollywood. Okay. While Larry gives her the creepy Jeff Goldblum stare. Just, <laughs> just the creepy, the creepy uh, with concern. It's like, a, oh. that concerned creepy that he's just, he's, he's, he's got his eyes in like, it's not, I think he blinks. Like, I guess maybe he's not really staring, but he's not looking away either. He's just got his eyes right on her. Yeah, but with like the head nod, like, yeah, everything okay? No, no ad. That's no, not okay. <laughs> all right, uh, so, all right, so for, yeah, so now, now the destination is Hollywood. So, let's see, we yeah, wrap it up for today. The next stop on the, on the road to, uh, to adventure. <laughs> so, yeah, so you got anything else for, uh, for minute 24? Nope, no, we're, uh, let's, let's put the, right, reset we'll the speedometer. We're heading Hollywood. All right, so we're the, the the meter is now running, uh, and so we'll let you we'll let the listeners know they can find Into the Night uh, on uh, iTunes, uh, iTunes Podcast, Google Play, or at our main website, nightminute.com. That's a that's a very sexy domain name. Night Minute. Night yeah, Minute. I don't. I do not know who who Jim killed to get nightminute.com. <laughs> I feel like that should have been taken. Back in 2003. Yeah, I can't imagine that was just available. That was just sitting out there waiting for someone to come by and claim night it. Night minute? Like, like, it just... Night minute. Night minute. Night minute. It's me, the night minute. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can, you can find us at, uh, at nightminute.com. Uh, we're also on the, uh, the social media. We're uh, on Facebook. We have a, a group, The King Lives Listener's Limo, on Facebook and uh, at Night Minute on Twitter. And uh, so, so Dave, if folks want to find more of you, where can they do that? And come by to 5minutesofmystery.com, where I'm talking about the 1999 superhero comedy ensemble, Mystery Men, in five-minute intervals. Nice, nice. And uh, Sean, where are they going to find you? You, you? you can find me. Uh, well, you know what? Go to catandshawn.org. Oh, yeah. It's uh, C-A-T and Sean, S-E-A-N.org, and that's kind of my, uh, my main site. And from there, I've got links to all the other stuff. It, it links to... Uh, the Groundhog Minute, link into the Spinal Tap Minute, link into the five minutes of uh, of mime, and then also I um, all my guest appearances on different podcasts. So you'll find a link to to my individual episode when I was a guest on Five Minutes of uh, of Mystery. And oh I yeah, got to talk about the mystery, and now, we talked so. a lot about diners. So yeah, there's uh, a lot of good diner talk. Good in, luck in to, all those. I said good luck to the hosts later in this in this podcast when they're going to be covering the there's those diner minutes. You know, good luck. Uh, have fun with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, all right. So, listeners, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, be sure to check us out next time on Into the Night Minute. Do we thank you or what? I'd say I fall in the or what category. Mm-hmm.